And welcome to this episode of the Brick and Dodger Show. It is a day early. Uh, actually, we've been gone f- roughly for 13 days. Uh, we took a week off uh, last week, and it was well-deserved, if I may say so. Not a whole lot was going on, was there, Brick? There was, I kid you not, there was not a single like topic that we could discuss. It was like that day in terms of news. There was no NFL. I guess you could make case for NBA, but we're not big NBA guys. I know tonight I had I had it on I, on our topic list because there were some like big blockbusters. But outside the NBA uh, trade deadline, there wasn't anything. And because we're not big NBA yeah. guys, we're not going to cover it. Well, and and we'd be a mess if we didn't talk about LeBron and and breaking the the scoring record. And, and we'll get to that. I want to voice my take on it. There might be uh, some people that may disagree with me on this. That's fine. Uh, you don't have to agree with me on everything. There's <laughs> probably some things I'm not going to agree with. So anyway, uh, before we get into that, we got to talk about the Super Bowl. It happened last night, of course. Uh, you know, you got to give a lot of credit to Patrick Mahomes for the way he just gutted out on that bum ankle. Uh, just an incredible uh, performance. Uh, don't you think there, Brick? Uh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is just what people call a generational talent. Um, I know people are already throwing him up as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I'm like, well, okay, well, let's pump the brakes there now. He hasn't been around yeah. for too long. Like, yes, he's on pace, but he's not the greatest yet. Calm down. Brady just retired. Give it a couple seasons. But nah, he, he plays hard mm-hmm. out just like Jalen Hurts. Unfortunately, they came up short. But I expect to see both these teams probably run it back next year unless they have a big collapse. Um, they are both very fun teams to watch, whether you like them or not. Um, obviously, I didn't care who won. We got a great game out of it, I guess, score-wise. So right. Not talking about the refs right this minute. But I just, I like watching the Super Bowl, you know? I was hyped for it. It's the biggest game of the year for us football fans. It's literally win or go home. Either you win the championship or you, you go home and, and you're sag and whatnot and of course, that wasn't it. And then, of course, you had the infamous halftime show with the Super Bowl, which we'll touch mm. on here in a bit. But just the yeah. atmosphere is like I get to sit down. I had it on, on my TV uh, above me here. You can't see it on camera here. But I was just able to just relax at my setup, got my TV right here, got to watch the game. And then when we get about five minutes into the game, my Wi-Fi just disconnects, goes out for the rest of the night. So I'm like, Yay! So I had to hop over my phone and uh, turn on my handy-dandy Spectrum app, and thankfully I was able to get the last couple minutes of the game. But overall, I was pretty stoked with the game myself. Didn't disappoint, that's for sure. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I had my nachos. I was watching the game. Uh, had a, a big old tall boy of Budweiser. So uh, I, I I was enjoying uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, I I actually thought that uh, the Eagles were just going to run away with it in the in the second half. I did not expect Patrick Mahomes to uh, 
pull off a Willis Reed if you if there's any of you out there that remember that reference. Uh, but yeah, he just uh, Patrick Mahomes just just put on a memorable uh, uh, second half. Probably one of the greatest performances I can remember in in recent Super Bowl history. Now. Uh, let's let's talk about that halftime show. Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there are some people. There are some people that liked it. I would say, I would say, uh, it might be half and half, or it might be sixty forty. The people that didn't like it versus the people that liked it. Now, I just want to say, I was not a big fan of it. I'm I'm not a Rihanna fan or Rihanna, however you pronounce her name. Now there's going to be some people out there that that are going to think, oh, you don't like her because you're racist. No, I'm not racist. I'm I'm just uh, an older guy, but I was not impressed with that performance. Yes, she was pregnant, but I'm I'm sorry, but if you did not see the halftime performance. She was on these uh, these platforms that were uh uh what's the term um elevated up uh on these uh cables uh and they were they would raise up and go down it was it was kind of like um kind of like an uh, like a like a uh an elevator only there were no walls keeping her in, no guardrails i mean there could have been a terrible accident or disaster that would have happened and i was just like i don't know if this is the safest thing to do with a woman who is obviously pregnant i mean she she had a little baby bump showing uh i Guess this was a great way I to to announce that you're pregnant uh, during a Super Bowl halftime show. Now, yeah, I I just thought the whole performance was kind of like eh, lazy. Maybe uh, she did a lot of things that um, I would not uh, approve of. Kids, I mean, I'm sure there were kids watching, and there were a couple times where she grabbed herself, grabbed her butt. It was kind of inappropriate for kids to, uh, uh, yeah, it was inappropriate for kids that were watching. <sighs> um, and then, all, of course, social media was just singing the praise. Oh, Rihanna! Oh, wow! You're so great! It was such a great halftime performance. Really? I'm sorry, I was not a fan, and and I know you liked it, Brick. You you said, oh yeah, that was a banger of a show. I mean, try to convince me. <laughs> what 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 am I missing that everyone else? And I'm sorry, I have to say this one thing. Now, yes, I am a Caucasian. I am an older Caucasian, but I I have a a supervisor uh, at work who is African American, and I asked him about it today. I said, "Hey, man, what did you think of the halftime show?" And he said, I, I didn't think it was that great. 
And I'm thinking, thank you. I mean, it's, it, it, well, of course, he, he's, you know, a, a, a Christian just like you and I are. And he didn't, he probably didn't approve with, with some of the, um, the crotch grabbing and butt grabbing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Why did you like it so much? I know this is going to be like a, like a hot take, controversial, however you want to look at it. Y'all got to remember in my, I guess you could call it generation. I was a youngin when her biggest songs or like her biggest hits were coming out and they were topping charts. So for uh-huh. me, she was practically a household name when I was growing up. And because like uh, all like because uh, her her popularity kind of blew up in the mid 2010s kind of as where she really really peaked i mean she kind of gained her traction uh early 2010s but um we knew eventually she was gonna perform or at least i did i didn't know um if people were like oh my gosh i really would love to see her or like oh my god is she really gonna do it and I thought last year's um, was going to be hard to top just off the performers' names alone. I didn't hate this. I was not fond of the, um, what I like to call, levitating platforms. I think actually earlier yeah. today I read an article that one of her backup dancers actually almost fell off of it. So mm-hmm. I, I the dance the background dancers were for great for, for what they were supposed to do. Um, I think that the visuals kind of took away from the performance itself i was not fond of the bright right outfit she was wearing too that definitely caught me off guard was very distracting for all the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. um it's just it stood out you know it's not like i was purposely trying to stare at her per se it was just it was bright red i mean how could you not look at it per se and then you got everybody looking at like oh my gosh she pregnant and that's all twitter was it's just like like I'm trying to just sit there and just listen to it because that was like the stuff that I remember from her. Uh, she didn't perform all her greatest hits, which which I was surprised. Uh, she's one of those artists that have so many top hits that have topped the charts that she could pick from, and she didn't choose many of them. I think you were only limited about like 15 minutes for the show or whatnot. Yeah. But it's hard to fit all those songs in 15 right. minutes. And that's why you kind of get a combination of everything turned into one song, which is it's, it's unique for sure. But I think the song selection could have been a little bit better. I mean, I'm glad she she's uh, she put an umbrella and diamonds in there. But or I think she put in work, too. And people were mad like, oh, where's Jay-Z? Or, oh, where's Drake? Just wait. I have a strong well, feeling we're going to see a, a, a Drake Super Bowl show in the near future for sure. But I I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I sat right in the middle where like, I enjoyed it enough to where I was happy watching it, you know? Like, cause people are gonna remember the halftime show. Cause I think I saw a statistic too earlier today that more people watched the halftime show than the Super Bowl itself by I think a difference of 5 million viewers. So it's, it is what it is, you know, and I know a lot of people were really, really pissed at it because, like, dude, just nobody wants to watch this. We just want to watch the Eagles or Chiefs win, blah, 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 blah. But I didn't hate it. I liked it enough to where I was singing along with it, grooving to it. But maybe it's just because it was my generation and kind of 
me growing up with her kind of say when she was like really blowing up in the mainstream popularity so maybe i'm a little bit biased in that aspect but overall i would give it like a solid five six maybe if i had to rate it yeah i'd probably give it like a two or three i mean uh i like i said i i wasn't crazy about the whole platform thing um and yeah, the costumes. It, it when the dancers came out, they all looked like uh, uh, a, a bunch of uh, tampons. And <laughs> Rihanna, I'm not going to even tell you what Rihanna looked like. That's just yeah. Bright red. Um, anyway, <laughs> bright red. Bright red used tampon. Sure, uh, we'll go so, with that. <laughs> yeah, I hate to put that image out, but. Anyway, uh, so we, we we go into the second half. Uh, the the Chiefs have the ball. Score is tied. Uh, there's like what what was there like uh, three four minutes left on the clock, and uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, throws a pass. Into the end zone. They're on the 15, and they they, th- they throw a pass in the end to, to the end zone. It's incomplete, but there's a holding call. Mm. A lot of controversy about this, and I want to get your opinion on it on it before I go to the next uh, thing because there's there was a lot of people upset about this call, Ex- especially. Uh, um, uh, uh, Greg Olson, the one of the the color, color commentators, uh, the Super Bowl. He he was saying like, I just don't understand why they just the refs just can't let them play. This is such a big moment, you know. It's just kind of like a ticky tack call. What did you think of that call, Brick? Yeah, I kind of tend to agree with Greg Olson. It wasn't like enough to where he absolutely couldn't get away from the defender and to to go for the ball or whatever. He, he yeah, he kind of gave him like a, a a hugger on the waist. I know he came out uh, in a uh, post game interview or whatever. He's like, yeah, that that's a hold. I totally held him, etc. But I I do yeah. honestly. Yeah. Like that, they let him let them continue. Like, it's like I, it didn't look like Juju was like overly dramatic about it. I'm sure he was. He was definitely irate about it. I'm sure, but mm-hmm. you just if it's not gonna like how do I want to word this? Like decide the game per se, or like maybe that's not the right word, but like constrict him. Maybe I think is the word I was looking for. Like, yeah, I, I think. um the rule is you like uh like a five yard runoff or something where they can get hand fighting or whatever, but that was definitely more than five yards. But I don't know. And looking at pictures, it neither of them were looking for the ball, so I don't remember if it was at the snap or if they were um in the middle of the play or, or whatever it was. But I just I don't know. And like I said, I tend to think that I would side with, like, just let them play, you know, it's the biggest game of the year, but then you've got the other side where it's like, okay, maybe, maybe call that or whatever, and then, then there's maybe, like, a couple of percent, like, hey, review it, let's see what New York has to say, and if they find enough evidence, boom, call the flag, which I don't think they can do, or they have done, but I, I could see it happening. I wouldn't get too overly dramatic with it, I wouldn't, I mean, like, hey, 
GG's. I don't really think it would matter at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, even if they got the call for it and they, they ruled it a holding, okay, free yards. But who know who knows what would have happened had had they called it or or whatnot. So just a lot of unknown uh, answers that you could throw out there, like oh, if you didn't hold him, maybe this would have happened, or like we would have won the game. Who knows? But I'm not like too bitter about it. I'm I'm a fan of just I, I like I, me personally for an NFL game. I like the hand fighting and like the slight jersey tugging. To an extent, obviously you don't want to overdo it, but it's football, man. It's a contact sport. It's going to happen like that. But if the ref miss it, that's the ref's fault, you know? If the players aren't, like, intentionally trying to do it and trying to get caught with it, that's a different story. But if they're, like, trying to be sneaky with it and the ref doesn't see it, good, good on the players, I guess. But just the officiating period that game was a little iffy so i don't i don't know what was going on there but i don't hate it but i probably might have called it myself if i was a if i was a ref that game i don't know yeah. the criteria that they need to check off for them to call it or whatever or what ref was standing where or whatever so it is what it is you can't change it maybe it would change the outcome maybe it didn't who knows I don't think it would have changed the outcome. I, I, I really think that if, if that wasn't called, uh, Kansas City would have kicked the field goal and there would have been about a minute 30 seconds, maybe a minute 20 seconds left to go uh, in the game. And I don't think that would have been enough time. I don't think so. Um, I think uh, Kansas City's defense was just dominant in that second half. And uh, uh, the Eagles just, I don't know, they, they just looked, uh, 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 I hate to say it, but they, they just looked lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I, I don't think it mattered a whole lot. And uh, I know the city of Philadelphia took it really took that loss really well with uh, all the riots and stuff that went on in that city. Yeah, I saw some that's TVs so sad getting be- because too. yeah, you got. I mean, it, it it's. I mean, I would have hate hated to live in that town because <laughs> there's there's going to be a riot no matter what. There's going to be a riot if if they lose. There's going to be a riot if they win. I mean, yeah. Uh, but, um, uh, I, and I did hear that the Chiefs are already, uh, favorites to win the Super Bowl next year. Of course they are. So we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that, uh, you gotta still put the Eagles, uh, somewhere in that too. Uh, and, um. Uh, who who else should be considered a a, a favorite? Um, the Niners. Oh yeah, of course, I, absolutely. I Niners. would throw them yes, up there for sure. Um, the Bills again, yeah. I would throw up there. I know the Bengals are up there. A lot of the same teams that we yeah. saw last year. Um, yeah. I, I know. I was looking today at that, and like the way too early, um, like odds or whatever, they had the Lions. Kind of like 
top 10, top 15. I thought I think they had a middle of the pack. I, I know a lot of people are riding high on the Lions this year, so they could yeah. be a sneaky team we could see in the playoffs next year. And obviously, as a Vikings oh, fan, sure. that sucks. But yeah. they've, they're making strides to put a team together again, and they're starting to become up on the rise again. Um, yeah. The Bears are, are definitely a team to look out for, too. They have a lot of cap roll, and they have a... They have a lot of strategic moves that they can do with the draft. They've got players I'm sure they can trade away. They have so much they can yeah. do, and we'll see what, what kind of happens. There's going to be a QB shakeup in the league, I'm sure, with the new guys coming in from college. Uh, we A lot of people think Garoppolo will be traded and probably will. So, And it's going to be the first year without Tom Brady, so... Now, I think Matt Ryan is still the oldest quarterback in the NFL, but who knows for how much longer. So, I'm really excited to see what happens in this next year. I want to see who the big underdog of the season is going to be. Is it going to be the Lions, or is it going to be somebody else like the Bears, like I mentioned? Or are some of these top teams like the Bills or the Bengals going to take yeah. a major collapse towards... Uh, at some point in the year, like, uh, do your Rams pick it up again and finally get that jar off? Can the Vikings stay on that path of success that we did um, in this past season? Yeah. That's what makes football I, so fun for me as a viewer and probably you, too. Yeah, and I wouldn't sleep on the Jets either because I believe I... they've asked the the Green Bay uh, Packers if uh, it's okay if they talk to or if... Oh no! I yeah, they asked if uh, if uh, 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 Rogers is available, right? Because so. I think um, Nathaniel Hackett went either to or back with the Jets, and I know yeah. him and Rogers have a connection with them or yeah. whatever. So. I don't know. I think the Packers were even asking for three first-round picks. If you're going to do that... Okay, so hypothetically, I'm going to pull up depth charts here to make it easier. If I'm the Packers and, like, hey, I'm going to call up the uh, the Jets and, like, hey, what is a trade offer that you guys would like to propose for Aaron Rodgers? Uh, the, I don't know if the... Vikings will get greedy, not the Vikings, wow, the Jets and or Packers are going to get greedy with this, Um, but hot take, I think the Jets get just Aaron Rodgers, maybe some draft picks to, for whatever reason, some back-end picks, but I would maybe think that the Jets maybe try to get rid of Zach Wilson. Um, It kind of seems like they gave up on him a little bit, and I mean, they started Mike White over him. Joe Flacco is still around, but f for how long? I could see Jack Wilson being in this trade. Maybe one of their young running backs. We'll have to see. There you go. If they're going to do that, go out and get one of the receivers from them. They have um, some really young talent that's just sitting on the bench and not getting utilized, like Denzel Mims. Go out and get him, maybe. He's really young yet, has a lot of upside, and he's just riding their bench. Um, you could probably sneak an old lineman from them, even if you want. And I know their offensive line is is banged up. Um, you could maybe go... Uh, I don't think they give up Vera Tucker. They're definitely not giving up Becton. You could maybe get McGovern. So, 
I would like to think both teams try to make a deal here. Um, I think the Jets definitely have the assets to pull it off. And they definitely have assets that the Packers would definitely like if they're smart about it. If they get just three first round picks okay. from it, okay, maybe I sit in the middle because the Jets are on a upward trajectory to being good, so they're not going to be very valuable. But just those positions, I mean, Zach Wilson, I think, should be in there even if they decide to go with Jordan Love. Throw in a, a receiver that's not being used, maybe get an offensive lineman and however many picks. Sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, moving on, we got to talk about the NFL awards. I don't know too much about this, so you might have to uh, cover this. <laughs> yeah. So um, I know you saw this, and I, I have to touch on it because... Lions fans, I'm sorry, but y'all are delusional. Um, I was forget what I was typing. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I know, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. So okay, so this is coming from ESPN, by the way. So these, will, I'm for sure, will accurate. I'm just going to go in order of how they have in their article. MVP, no surprise, was Patrick Mahomes. Offensive Player of the Year went to Justin Jefferson. No shocker there. Defensive Player of the Year went to Nick Bosa. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year went to Garrett Wilson. And then Defensive Rookie of the Year went to Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. And then Aiden Hutchinson uh, was runner-up for that one. I think he was in the conversation for Rookie of the Year. Uh, comeback Player of the Year went to Geno Smith. Okay, I, I, I mean, was well-deserving. Uh, Coach of the Year went to Brian Dayball of the Giants. And that looks like it's it. So really not any surprises here. Actually, no, take that back. Um, I was shocked with Garrett Wilson winning offense rookie year. He was not a guy that I was really considering. But apparently he finished with 83 catches and 1,100 yards and four touchdowns in the year. So I guess he was deserving of it. Never mind. Okay. Uh... Okay, so we got uh, before we talk about the blockbuster NBA trades, uh, we got to talk about LeBron James breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. Now, I think it was only fitting that the Lakers lost the game <laughs> that he broke the record on. Uh, that that's just typical Lakers fashion. Uh, uh, and, uh, and I'm sorry, I used to be a big Laker fan. And at first I was really excited about uh, LeBron James coming into the Lakers. Mm -hmm. But I'm sorry, he is such a toxic, toxic person. He, um, and I know there's going to be some, somebody out there that's going to disagree with me. That's fine. But uh, I, I, I think he's just a big, spoiled baby. I really do. I mean, just, if you look at the way he handled that whole situation in Boston with the foul, he got fouled on that, on that uh, shot. Uh, that would have, I believe, what tied the game or, or uh, put him in the lead. He, he, he acted like a spoiled, rotten brat who didn't get his way. Um, I think that was very disrespectful to the sport. I think that was very 
disrespectful to his teammates. Uh, and uh, I, 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 I think, um, I think it, I, I just, I don't think, okay, here's what I'm trying to say. I know I'm kind of stammering and stuttering and stuff. I'm just trying to uh, put my words uh, in a certain manner, I guess, or I'm choosing my words uh, carefully. But, um, so let me let me just put it out there. Was Kareem, is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar the greatest NBA player of all time? No. No. Not in my opinion, at least. So, when when you got LeBron James that surpasses Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he's played more games than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, I, I is that right? Did, did I get that right? He pl- he had he played more games than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did at that time when he broke the record. Uh, are you talking like I, I'm almost sure, games? Or? I'm almost sure he did because, yeah. Well, and I'm I'm almost sure he did because if you remember, he never went to college. He never played college. He went right out of high school, right, and played in the NBA. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, played for UCLA. Uh, so uh, he 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 did his. I believe he. Put four years into UCLA, and then came out, went to Milwaukee, and then when he got traded to the Lakers and finished out his career, that's you know he he finished with the what was what was then the scoring record. So I don't think Le, if if LeBron James chose the same path that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did. I don't think we would be talking about this right now. Now, since he did that, it took him more games to do that. You can't say that he's the greatest player uh, ever in the NBA. Why, why would he be? I mean, it doesn't make sense. It's, I, I, I believe it's all a part of, of LeBron's ego. Uh, it, it's got to be. Um, he, yeah, he's such a divisive person. And I even put that out there, um, on, on, in Facebook one day, or when, when this happened, I, I said yes. And, uh, he broke the record and the Lakers still lost the game. And somebody told me, they said, oh, you wouldn't tell him that if you, if you saw him face to face. I said, you're damn right. I would. I am not afraid of LeBron James. I mean, I I'm a veteran. I'm not afraid to, I'm not afraid of anybody. Uh I will speak my mind. I will I will sit, tell it like it is. And if they can't handle it, then that's their own fault. Uh LeBron James is just an over overgrown uh crybaby and flop artist. I said it. So sue me. And um, he, he's just, um, yeah, I, 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 I have lost all respect for that man. 
for the way he has uh, refused to uh, call out the atrocities in China, uh, but yet still still takes their money. He still welcomes that cash from China, but yet he can't call out the atrocities that are going on there by the by their government. Uh, but can but can criticize our government? Oh no, I don't think so. No, no. Um, I'm sorry. Um, and, and I think he only criticizes the government. I think he only criticized the government when a when a certain president was in power. Um, he hasn't criticized the government uh, in in this. Uh, uh, administration, so that might tell you something. Now, <clears throat> and I hate to get political, but I, I just did, and I apologize. Um, anyway, I, I yeah, I just I I just don't get it. I do not think he is the greatest of all time. You've got Jordan, you've got Magic Johnson. Uh, I mean, you got Kobe. Um, Kobe. Yeah, I'm Kobe's Kobe tough. would not act. Yeah, Kobe would not act the way LeBron James acted. Uh I mean, he would he would be uh he would yeah, he would be just pissed the hell off at LeBron James. He would he would say you're disrespecting that Laker uniform that you're wearing by by doing that. So Anyway, I don't. I don't think he. Uh, um, I. I just don't think that you can say LeBron James is the greatest uh, basketball player of all time. He might be in the top five, but as far as the greatest, no, no shot. So, and uh, there, I. I said my my piece. Uh, you have anything to add to that, Brick? So if. I mean, I could go a bunch away with this. Uh, just to kind of latch on to that one there. So obviously, it's it's clear that you wouldn't even put LeBron James in the conversation for grace of all time, right? Would you put him in the conversation, no. or would you just fly out and say, no, I'm going to choose somebody else? Grew up with watching uh, Larry Bird, uh, 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 Magic... Johnson, Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan, I believe, never lost an NBA Finals. Um, Every question. NBA Finals he, he, he played in, he, he won, I believe. Let's Correct me if out. I'm wrong. Let's find out. Because I... Uh, so if... Uh, no, he, he lost a couple times. Uh, Michael Jordan had a record of 24-11 and 11 in the NBA Finals in his entire career, according to Google. So, and okay. that was in six according appearances. To, okay, so, so now you take that and compare that to LeBron James's record in the NBA Finals. Okay. Let me, let me put LeBron here instead of... Um, oh, yeah. Michael blows him out the water. 22-33. and 33. And ten yeah. NBA Finals appearances. Yeah. So, uh, you you got Michael Jordan with six rings, and you got LeBron with four. I mean, come on. 
do the math. Um, and, and and I'm sorry, Michael Jordan was he was an assassin on that on that basketball court. Um, he he knew uh, when to put the dagger in. Uh, he, he was just that good. I mean, I remember the iconic shot that he took against um, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, uh, that sent him into the finals. I mean, it was just, I believe it was uh, Craig Elo that was guarding him. And he, he just, he, I, he just dribbled and, and uh, took a jump shot over Craig Elo and it was nothing but net. And then you just, you see him just doing the fist pumps and stuff. <laughs> That's something that uh, I'll never forget. Um, so, yeah, to, to say that for LeBron James to self-gloss himself as the greatest NBA player of all time, no, no, not, no, that's, not a shot. That's fair. You might be top, you might be top five, but, uh, no, and, and I'm telling you what, I would love to see, uh, Jordan in his prime go against, uh, LeBron. Cause I know, uh, Jordan would, uh, would win easily. Um, Jordan had that killer instinct, just like Kobe did. And I just don't think LeBron has that. That's I'm fair. Yeah. But, like, so, I, I would put this, just, just read this, because I know we've been throwing Kareem out there. So, when he retired or whatnot, this was, I don't know when this was posted on Google or whatever, but he, at the time, he had the most points. Obviously, we just know that it was broken. He apparently has the most rebounds, the most blocks, uh, the best shooting percentage from a career that spanned 20 years and over 1,500 games, yeah. which apparently he leads yeah. in all those categories. And you can make the debate that he revolutionized the game for the, the power forwards, the centers, a.k.a. the big men. I mean, he was... There's a story, and now you might know this, and I, I, might, I might be wrong. I remember him playing at UCLA from the stories, like, uh, being told or whatever. There was a... It might have been Wilt. I think it might have been Wilt or whatever. It was either Kareem or Wilt Chamberlain that in the in college they had banned the dunk or whatever, and I actually think it was Kareem now that I'm saying it. Um, and then that's how Kareem came up with his infamous skyhook because he couldn't dunk in college anymore. I mean, he was seven foot two, yeah. but you can make a case for Kareem to be one of the greatest Lakers of all time, one of the greatest just players of all time. And that's that's the tough part with when you're trying to compare guys from different eras. It's kind of like in for all the MLB guys out there, it's like comparing Babe Ruth to today Shohei Otani. Well, okay, now we're comparing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, okay, let's compare him to maybe Yao Ming. You don't know who could play in what, um, in what, like, um, era. I mean, if you're gonna match two guys up and have it fair, Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell, because they were in the league at the same time. 
but who knows what they would have done in a different decade or in a different time area. So it's tough. Um, in terms of this, this LeBron stuff, I don't know. I haven't watched his kids play. I know Bronny, I think, will commit to Ohio State for college. I don't think that was ever official, but I know he was. they were the front runner to get him if he goes. Um, cause I, no, he's still in high school, I think. Well, I mean, he's 18, so, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the oldest of LeBron. Oh. So, I don't know. And then his brother, as, uh, Bryce, uh, he's, he's, uh, actually younger than me. Wow, really? Um, but yeah, so we'll have to see what happens with them. Are they gonna be like LeBron in terms of, like, his attitude or when Are they gonna be better players than LeBron when it's said and done? Um, you can't argue that LeBron is going to be up there, but if we want to talk current day NBA, and I think you're going to agree with me at like, who has the best chance to be up there in the greatest of all time debates with, with LeBron, you have to put the name Kevin Durant in that conversation. I think Kevin Durant and, yeah. um, and freaking even LeBron are neck and neck. I mean, they will rivals for like, a couple of years dating back to as early as 2014 when LeBron was playing with the Miami Heat and uh, Kevin Durant was playing with the Oklahoma City Thunder. So they are a lot of guys you could throw up there, which begs the question for you guys who are listening. Give us your top five greatest NBA players of all time. Maybe even give us a reason or two of why you would put this guy over another guy. Would you put... Would you put Kareem over LeBron in this case? Would Kareem even make your top five? This is why we love doing this show. It's because we can do debates like this, and we can see everybody's list on stuff like this. But obviously, congrats to LeBron. That record stood for, I think, almost 40 years. So I don't think anybody else comes close to touching that. Um, I mean, if Luka Doncic continues to play the way he's playing and has a long tenure career like both these guys, I think he can get up there, but I don't think he even breaks it. So, congrats. Another record for you. So, I don't know. I just, I don't really follow the NBA until playoff time, if I'm being honest with you. Like, I can can tell you teams, players, and all that, but I only care playoff time. Except apparently my Warriors aren't doing so hot this year. So that's yeah. kind of why I don't pay attention to the NBA. And the NBA and basketball in general will be only um, my uh, like third favorite sport. Since we're talking top five. Okay, this is a troll list. Frickin' Mr. Nolan here in the Twitch chat. He goes, Larry Bird, Luka Doncic, who's currently playing. No, he's not type five yet. Alex Caruso, stop memeing me. Uh, Kevin Love, another, stop, that's not a real top five. And then he said Chris Tops for Zingas. That's, no, I'm not even considering that as a real top five. Nolan, what are we doing, buddy? Just, no. Larry Burke, fine. The other guy's not at all. But there you go. See, you can get in the conversations if you head over to our Twitch channel, you know. Uh, or you can even watch on the website. So, there you go. Get involved in these conversations. We'd love to hear from you and, and, and see what you guys would think. And, hey, maybe you can see yourself featured on this episode who knows just like nolan did so hashtag plug apparently you have more people in your twitch chat than i do i don't know if i have anybody so good for you uh 
Let's see here. Is that the Nolan? Or is that a Nolan? A guy Nolan. named Nolan. <laughs> a guy named Nolan. Okay, hold on. Well, I got... Well, I I'm, I'm checking out your Twitch chat here. I know two. I okay. I know three people by that I that I know off the in my list. I only I logged out of my Twitch account because I gotta yeah. do some stuff. So I'm not I'm not gonna pop up I, on the list. Think that is the only known there. Yeah, I I if if memory serves me correctly, uh, his dad is related or has a his dad's friend is or was the keyboard player for night ranger can you uh, confirm in the chat nolan i was yeah he, curious, yeah, yeah it's cause... that nolan yeah i the show, formerly the show times yeah and i could also say formerly somebody else but that's a industry Secret. I see. He can confirm. All right. See, Nolan. I, I knew you were a G, but nah, I, 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 I just kind of do that in the community. Yeah. Why not? I'm, so I know Nolan. Uh, I think Fame Fryer, if you're still yeah. in here, if he's he's my dude too. Uh, by the way, with him, if for all you Sanio Padres fans, Fame Fryer's your go-to guy. By the way, the dude just covers anything and everything San Diego Padres, and is just an up-and-coming news reporter. And I'm not even being biased because yeah. he's my homie. I legitimately mean that. I mean, anything Padres, the dude's on at the very second the news breaks. He's already on top of of even rumors uh, speculating. Like, the dude's on his A-game, so... Yeah. yeah, I that man's just incredible. And just, yeah. So if you're a Padres fan, you're just a fan of baseball, and you're into the in the rumor-type game, that's your guy right there. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, we have time to uh, discuss the blockbuster NBA trades briefly. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, we know we know about uh, uh, what Russell Westbrook going to the Jazz, but then the then he was like, you know what? I don't want to play on the Jazz so much anymore. Yeah, he was and in that there, trade. Um. That I wouldn't consider that blockbuster. I mean, the Angel or not the Angels, the Lakers get Angelo Russell back. Um, but yeah, that that was it in that trade. I'm just scrolling down. Oh, I I kind of forgot about this. Kyrie Irving going to the Mavericks. <laughs> yeah, that definitely was a big one. And then obviously we got to talk about the Kevin Durant trade. Uh, just the haul. The Suns get uh, get Kevin Durant and T.J. Warren. For Mikel Bridges, Cameron Johnson, Jay Crowder, who ended up going to the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, four first round picks and a 2028 pick swap, which I'm going to be honest, I don't know what that means. But because Jay Crowder went to the the Bucks in this trade, I'm not really considering this. I mean, can we finally can we finally say that the Suns have a legitimate chance to finally grasp themselves an NBA championship? Kevin Durant. Uh, Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden, Chris Paul. That's literally four out of your yeah. five starters now. I think yeah. that move alone makes them championship contenders, and I really hope they finally get the get their ring after so many failed attempts. Yep, yeah, absolutely. If they can. Uh, yeah. That was, that was it, though. I mean, there's some small minor moves. I mean, you had Donovan Mitchell trade, but that was all the way back in September. 
all the other bigger moves were way earlier in the year. So if you're talking just trade deadline, that was the biggest move along with the Kyrie Irving trade, but not really yeah. anything else that I was going to mention other than those two. I mean, for those that are generally curious to see all the moves, I will leave this article link down below uh, in the, uh, the description of this episode. So if you want to go see every single move that was made or whatnot, feel free to check out the article for yourselves. Yeah. Uh, NFL Hall of Fame class. Uh, Not too you many got the names, names, but... Whoops. My mouse got caught. Uh, just uh, normal I, guys. I hate it when my mouse gets caught. I know, that's I why I it. love wireless mouses, man. Like, I've had the little pull-out drawer, so it gets caught in between the drawer, and it's just, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's annoying. But for the Hall of Fame class... I have, um, I have a corded mouse here. Yeah, I know, cords suck. Uh, just a couple names, like, I personally know, and it doesn't even look like, um... That Google names them all here. Uh, Rondé Barber, I remember him fondly with the Buccaneers. My dad talked about him all the time, him and his brother Tiki Barber. Uh, yeah. Darrell Rivas, uh, I'm sure we all know with the Jets. Outside linebacker, which... Rivas Island. Yep, I don't consider him a linebacker. But DeMarcus Ware, I remember him as a Cowboy, unfortunately. I think he played for the yep. Broncos, mm -hmm. maybe. Maybe. I know he played for the Cowboys. Maybe. Uh, Briefly. And then they're saying Zach Thomas, but I don't know who that is. And then Joe Thomas was the other one that started out. Zach Thomas is a uh, Miami Dolphin legend. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know that name. I, I know Joe Thomas because he retired not that long ago. Um, yeah. There's some he other guys a in here. Cleveland but... Brown legend. I don't... Yeah, those are just the notable guys. I go. Yeah. I mean, they're all deserving of them, obviously. So I'm not not saying there's any guys that sh that got inducted that shouldn't be. I just I'm not familiar yeah, with some I'm, of these names, yeah. obviously, like Zach Thomas. Well, like that's because you're not an old fart like me. But yeah, but okay, but I'll I'll, I'll test you on that. But I but I know Rondé Barber. But my my uh. My excuse is because my dad would talk about the 90s Buccaneers like all the time. So that's the only yeah. reason I know yeah. his name. And then I think early in I think elementary school, I wrote a child's book about him and his brother Tiki. So yeah, Revis so... I knew and where I knew from watching. I, I think I watched Revis and then where I think I watched like the end of his career. But yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's that. There's not really much to talk about. And then again, this ESPN article I'm looking at, you can scroll down and it'll tell you about their careers and all that good stuff. So just search yeah. up uh, 2023 NFL Hall of Fame class and you'll find the link to it. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr situation. Yes. Uh, so it, I was waiting for it this. Looks like, it looks like the Raiders are expected to release Derek Carr uh, after he will not waive his no trade clause. Is that correct? I don't know if he has a no trade clause. It sounds like it, but I think they tried to trade him to the Saints, and he rejected that. And then he then he came out and said he wasn't going to accept the trade from any team. So now mm -hmm. he's putting himself in a spot where they're gonna. There's no doubt they're gonna release him. They don't want him. They they're gonna release him. But now any team is gonna be able to pick him up once they claim waivers or whatever. Why not let them shop around trades for you 
And why not, like, okay, maybe I don't like this one, but I like this one. I want to go here. Like, you're literally in control of the situation. It's not your front office that's good, that that's in control of making the decision. They can accept it with another team or whatever. Like, hey, we're training you the Saints. It's a done deal if you give us the go-ahead. You can say, yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. I want to be a New Orleans Saint. Boom, let's do it. But instead, you're going to go in the route and be cut and not have a say really in anything. I mean, obviously, you can get offered for a team and not sign it, but I don't see you being an Odell Beckham Jr. and singing the rest of the season. Like, you're going to play somewhere. It's just a matter of where you're going to go, especially with all the quarterbacks that are going to be on the move with free agency and, and trade. And it's crazy to say that Lamar Jackson's a free agent. So who knows? Maybe Derek Carr ends up in Baltimore, which I don't think happens, but it's possible. So who knows where Derek Carr is going to go? We'll have to follow this story a little bit more closely along with the Aaron Rodgers story. You know I'm going to be all over that. So uh, I guess we can't really report on this too much other than uh, the statement that was released, which was that he declined the trade and they were going to release him because... He has yet to officially been released. We can't really say where he's going to go or where he's most likely going to go or how this impacts the Raiders, unfortunately. So that's kind of all we have at this current moment at the time of this recording. So yeah. sorry about that. So uh, next on the list here. Now, this really surprised me. I did not hear about this. I I thought this was gone. This was no longer a thing, uh, but uh, MLB Ghost Runner slash Runner yeah. on Second and Extras to be permanent? Yeah, so I will even send you some articles. They, like, I think, like, the Players com Committee or something like that, they, I think, like, unanimously, unanimously agreed to, well, here's an article from Yahoo that I'm trying to pull up. Actually, I'd rather use CBS than Yahoo. Um, But yeah, they were, like, very set in stone that they wanted to keep this um in the future plans which whatever so like so obviously it was introduced in 2020 blah 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 the longest game with extra in tiebreaker rule is a 16 in game affair with the dodgers and padres and the yankees blah, blah yankees Mariners, blah 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 uh, so the automatic runner placed at second in extra innings does not count as an earned run for the pitcher. I would hope so. The runner gets credit for a run scored, but not a time on base, and thus does not receive a boost on his on base percentage stat. The bagger who drives in the automatic runner is credited with an RBI. Okay, okay, but the thing is, is when they say permanent, it's like going to be around for a couple of years, which it doesn't make sense. And I forget who brought who brought it up on Twitter. If you're going to implement the quote-unquote ghost rule, why are we putting him on second? Why can't we just put him on first base? I understand that you want to get the games going faster, but that may not always be the best solution. I mean, we could have the guy stranding out there for God knows, like, five more innings. It's like... Okay, whatever. And then they were going to implement the pitch clocks and all that good stuff, which is good because I like that and kind of speeds it up so pitchers can't take their sweet old time. I don't see more info on 
the like the ghost runner though unfortunately uh, and then they're gonna make the bases bigger whatever which okay whatever yeah so i'm fine with that but i'm trying to see if i can find more of this like ghost runner type thing um if you give me just a moment i probably can uh could figure it out ghost runner 2020. Um, yep, 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 yep. Um, here's an article by US News, which I don't know. I'm sorry if I haven't heard of them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so there's just some other role changes too. They implemented stuff with the position players also. Uh, you have to be up, I think, by 10 or, like, down by 8, something like that. Um, so, it's whatever. <laughs> okay, so, with this Ghost Runners, um, so, I'm going to jump on to two different paragraphs here. The first one says, home teams won a record of 113 and 103 in extra inning games last year. And we're 262 and 263 in extra inning games since the runner's second start in 2020. Uh, home teams were 310 or 312 and 294 in extra inning games from 2017 to 2019. Uh, and then there's uh, a quote saying, Clubs have gotten used to the extra inning rule, Manfred said Thursday. Um, after, owners, after an owner's meeting, I think it was generally well liked by players. Um, Use of position players as pitchers rose from 90 to, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. So, apparently, the uh, owners of these franchises were big fans of it, so they wanted to keep it around, and then, apparently, there were players that were behind it, so I don't know exactly the full story on it, other than it's going to be around for the next couple of years, so... We'll see what happens with that, honestly, because it's it's Manfred, so we'll see. But just to hear that the owners were kind of the cause of this really surprises me, because I I don't think the players were very happy with this, if I'm being honest. Got it. Uh, moving on, we got uh, was it? Uh, did we we didn't touch on the MLB rules on? position players pitching did we uh that was just a mention of you have to be up by like nine like 10 runs or you have to be trip so you can't just like throw them in whenever you want you have to be either well, leading yeah. by set amount or uh you have to be pretty much be in mercy rule territory pretty much so yeah i thought that was the only only time teams would put a position player in that's what i was thinking uh, too it's that. like you put this rule in, but then I'm questioning to myself, wasn't it already a rule? Isn't that why we only saw yeah. position players when we did? Because they were yeah. the teams were getting blown out in like the eighth or ninth inning. Like, okay, so I, I guess that made it official? I I don't really know yeah. about that one. That one still confuses me. Yeah. Uh, tech test starting uh the fifteenth through the twenty first. I'm sure we are all going to be downloading that when it comes out. I have not heard if you're able to stream. 
Yes, the you can. Test. You got the green light yes, from Coach uh, this afternoon. You can stream it, and you can okay. uh, you can share screenshots. So I would imagine okay. people okay. are going to do YouTube videos on it also, um, if you can stream it, so I don't see why you can't. Um, it's available on all platforms that you can play MLB The Show on, so Xbox, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation. Just go into your, your store, PlayStation Store, Xbox Store, whatever, and it'll be a free download when it's available. As soon as you can play it, it's a free download. You don't got to sign up. Everybody can play it, so there you go. It's just a, a test version of the new game that's set to come out next month. So if that's something you're yep. interested in, you got about a week or so to, to play it, kind of get a feel for it. Not everything is final. So if some is in the tech test, it may not be in the actual 23 version when it when it comes out. So just keep that in mind. But right. it's a nice way to kind of get a feel and what to kind of expect from the game. So that's nice. And we can stream it, talk about it, whatever we want to really do with it. So thank you, Coach, for that. And yeah, so just that's just kind of a little side note for everybody. Um, especially for those that don't aren't on social media or don't follow MLB Show on social media, and they and you rely on content creators to tell you that information. Well, there you go. So, almost so technically, it'll kick off. I think what Wednesday? I think Wednesday. So there you go. Enjoy your tech test. Uh, what did you think of the uh, the was it the feature? Uh, preview we got last week with the uh, uh, the uh, the what was it? Uh, it was like a Jackie Robinson moment, but it's not called moments, is it? It's something else, and I can't remember what that is. Oh yeah, so I wasn't in the featured pr- uh, premiere. I usually don't unless it's for like the new programs or stuff like that when they're revealing bosses. I'm not a huge feature premiere guy, but on um, they. They use that as like your their first look into gameplay. I think they're for those that play NBA 2K in their story story modes. It, it's kind of like a set of moments. I, I think it's 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 called something else. I forget what it's called. I have to go back and look. It's a different, but with all the the Negro player leagues and whatnot, you can go into each individual player and kind of learn about their career and kind of like play their iconic career highlights or something like that which i think is really cool but we don't have any word on it if that was going to be um somewhat wrapped into um uh diamond dynasty like you remember when we had like i think it was mlb the show 19 when we had like the the fuzzy moments the coogs moments uh right right so i'm wondering if we get a certain card if we finish like a a specific story for a player so like if we complete jackie robinson's entire story do we get a free diamond card of his maybe or like what are they trying to do with that are they going to try and make it like the new mini seasons or or what so i'm definitely a little bit intrigued to see how they're going to to implement that but even if it's not tied into diamond dynasty i probably will go in and take a look at it and see what it's all about and maybe play around in the in the mode a little bit and, and see see kind of what it's about because it's definitely catching my attention let's just hope sds um executes it well yes um i think that's about it uh 
I don't know if there's anything that we I, I, I we've covered everything on the rundown. Uh, we have Valentine's Day tomorrow. Do you have any plans for Valentine's Day? I know both of us are single now. <laughs> Oh, I have been for Which, about a year now, but yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm not a I, big I'm, fan of Valentine's Day, if I'm being honest. I mean, yeah, it's not I'm, like a holiday, but okay, fifty-fifty. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Valentine's Day fan either. But I mean, it is gonna suck that I don't have anybody. In my life right now, I mean, we're me and me and Stephanie are still friends. That's at least good, though. And, and yeah, but I'm telling you what, I cannot do another relationship like that. That's that's fair. I mean, yeah, you, oh, you kind of ran your course, uh, I guess, to say like, well, hey, my time's done, and, man. I'm I'm leaving the dating world. Well, that, it's like it's like when when. Uh, when she told me she wanted to break up, I'm telling you what, that was, was like a relief. And, I'm, and of course, I'm, I've had experience with with uh, local theater. Uh, I can I can act a little bit, and so when she told me, I was like, um, oh, what? <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, what? The, what? I don't know. I don't understand. And she goes, well, you haven't touched me the whole month of uh, January. And I'm like, which is, a, I mean, that's not accurate. She's being a little dramatic. I, you know, it's just, I've been stressed. You know, I've, I've been stressed with work. I've been stressed with my personal life. I've been stressed with finances and stuff. Uh, we had, um, we had uh, a couple weeks ago. Actually, it was about three weeks ago. I let a guy move in with with um, with Victoria and me. Um, Victoria's my other roommate upstairs. She's like a daughter to me. Uh, not, no hanky panky going on. In case somebody, some some of you are out there wondering. You weirdo. Um, yeah. Uh, shame on you. <laughs> uh, so. Um, and there was another guy that was, you know, he was going to be homeless. So I took pity on him and said, well, if, if you're a friend of his, Victoria, and you can vouch for him, for his character, yeah, go ahead and, and, and tell him that uh, he can stay here. He was getting a job. But the, it's the day, uh, or like the second day here, he started having his friend over, and his friend hardly ever left. And they would they would eat our food. They would take my Mountain Dew drinks. Uh, they would run up the electricity. Uh, they would be playing their games. They would not help out around the house. They wouldn't clean up. They wouldn't do dishes. And so finally, last week, I just said, that's it. You guys are going to have to find other living arrangements. So I, I can't do this anymore. So uh, now we've got another guy that will be moving in on Thursday. Gee. The spare room upstairs. And uh, he's he, he should be a lot better. So I'm hopefully my stress level will come down and uh, I can live a happier life now. Uh, so I, I, and hopefully the, the next person in my relationship will actually want to come over to my house. So 
that's that would there be the uh, that would be the goal. I I hope. Yeah, I, I mean, my house. You've seen my game room. I have a pretty cool game room. Hey, what I'm a nerd for your game room. I wish I had that shit. I'd be over there at least playing Pac-Man a couple times a day. That's right. That's right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I got Mortal Kombat right over here. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, I'm jumping on that, that? too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, like, what? So, so now I just got to find a female. <laughs> <laughs> that is into that, which is it's kind of a hard thing to. Well, I mean, I I do have Miss Pac Man, so I, girls, I, I, I thought I thought girls would like Miss Pac Man, but so far I haven't really found anybody. So anyway, you uh, got some dating uh, websites, man. Hop on Facebook dating. Uh, I'm dating. I mean, I'm scrolling down my profile or my feed on Facebook, like, and there's a little advertisement, like, here, start thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it'd be dude, like that I'm sometimes. All over Facebook dating. Right. I'm it, all over Facebook dating. It does wonders and backstabs you. The only the only girls that are available on Facebook dating. Are girls that live in Salt Lake City or girls that live in Boise, <laughs> and I, I live in Little Twin Falls, Idaho, Yikes. and it, there's nobody here. So anyway, never trust uh, those websites, people. I'm telling you, if you don't know what you're doing, you're gonna yeah. get yourself caught up in some law well, enforcement stuff. Trust me, I know. That's where I met. <laughs> that's how I met Stephanie. I I should have known. <laughs> should have known. <laughs> The red flag, ah. red flag would have been ah. when when she came over to my house without even hardly, you know, meeting in public. First, she came right over to my house, like, oh yeah, sure, <laughs> right here. And then, then, and then, as time went on, the 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 home visits came fewer and farther between. So anyway. I mean, you could pull uh, and, and date somebody that's like forty-five minutes away from you. That you know, like, no, no, no biggie there. I, I wouldn't mind that. I actually would not mind that. Really? Uh, Some yeah, people I are like, no way. I want you in the same town. I'm not gonna drive forty-five minutes or however long it takes to go see somebody. I'm like, it goes both ways though. Like, she'll be down here sometimes, or I'll be. Up there, more often than that, we're down by in my town or whatever and doing that thing. But like, it's forty-five minutes. It's not a big deal, especially because, well, not well. I guess tightly not anymore. But my dad was not too far from there either. So it's like you're kind of right in the middle between me and my dad's place. It's no big deal. It's like it's fine. Yeah. So it it's weird. Anyway, and I even posted it on Facebook that my girlfriend broke up with me and. I asked all the, all the ladies out there if they would date me. And the TikTok. Do you think anybody would say? Nobody, nobody has said, oh, I would yet. So, yeah. Hey, I don't know what the hell going on. Gotta check that, that, those messages and, and see if you got any requests. I don't know if Facebook has oh, yeah. those. <laughs> Actually, I, I've yeah. never on my Facebook. So I go, unless I'm posting uh, some, uh, some football memes. <laughs> Which is literally my entire timeline or something relevant. It's just... yep. No, I'm not giving you guys no, my free Facebook page. Don't ask, you weirdos. No. I'm not no. just going to hand you, hey, yeah. this is my name on Facebook. Go up and search it. No, I'm not weird like that. Same with my Snapchat. No. Don't ask. Just no. Yo, yeah. no weird 12-year-olds now these days. Like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna go stalk this guy on, on Snapchat. Like, oh, I found you. And like, don't, like, who does that? Just no. 
Y'all are weird. Leave me alone. Yeah. Like, I, I like my fans and all, but it's the super fans that are like, okay, I'm a... You might want to pump the brakes or just... Yeah, they creep me out early. Just, no. No, thank you. Yeah. I like fans, super fans. You can be a super fan, but just don't be creepy. Yeah. And uh, OnlyFans, uh, that's a whole nother story. Hey, uh, I mean, hey, if you got some, some OnlyFans, then <laughs> shit, you, you, something must be working for you. I mean, shit. Um, if you catch our drift. <laughs> no, uh, it's going to do it for this episode of the Brick and Dodger Show. Uh, this is Dodger and... The single Brickster. Saying peace, love, and baseball. Have a happy Valentine's Day. If you're lucky enough to spend it with somebody you love. If not... Chocolate! Well, yeah. <laughs> chocolate and and lots of, lots of comfort food. Uh, have a great night, everyone. We'll see you next week. We're out.